Welcome back to Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Welcome to episode number 56. We'll be reading the Wren Island series, part 5, scene 50. If you're just joining us, you'll find a short synopsis of the Wren Island series and a link to a recap episode in the show notes. Before we read today's scene, let's recap what happened in the previous episode. Allison's Aunt Shasta revealed what she knew about the situation with Ralph, that Hack was blackmailing him and that Hack wasn't Ralph's son at all. But that's all Shasta seemed to know, which left Allison wondering if Ralph was being completely honest with Shasta. Was it possible Ralph knew Hack had stolen Allison's money and was wanted by the FBI? Was it possible Ralph was helping Hack? In this scene, Allison will sort through some of those questions with Special Agent Nancy Sterling. We'll read for about eight minutes. Afterward, stick around to hear the two questions readers of the ebook had at this point in the story. Here we go. The Wren Island Series by Laura Joy Lloyd, Part 5, Scene 50. Allison climbed the ascending trail into the forest, keeping a pace that pushed her physically. She wasn't as quick or agile as she'd been before the motorbike accident, but she was stronger than yesterday, and hopefully she'd be stronger tomorrow. She stopped to rest at a large arbutus tree like the one on Virgil's property. Bright red berries declared winter was at hand. As Allison touched the tree's smooth orange trunk, a bald eagle circled overhead, teetering its familiar whistle. In the distance, another eagle responded. In still another direction, a third eagle called, the family keeping track of each other. Allison moved on, taking the West Fork to travel between the commune property and Ralph's property. Nancy would be coming from the opposite direction. The farmhouse Nancy and her partner Zelda had rented rooms in served as a bed and breakfast. Guests were invited and expected to help with farm chores. For the last several weeks, either Nancy or Zelda or both had stayed on Wren. Based on information their team collected, Hack might return any time. So far, there'd been no more suspicious charges on Allison's credit cards, no movement around her bank accounts, nothing out of the ordinary except now she was surrounded by an FBI investigation she wished would just go away. Because it wasn't just her she was responsible for now, her aunts depended on her. The sooner Hack got caught, the better. It was eerie the way someone could take over your life without even being there. Like the other night, when they'd all been watching a football game on television. Ralph, Virgil, and Jax were there. The dogs were wearing the green and yellow outfits Aunt Shasta insisted on stuffing them into for Green Bay Packers games. A commercial came on for a show about a family in Alaska. The same show Hack had said he'd flown for. Aunt Amelia wondered aloud if Hack had flown the plane to film that particular segment. Allison had taken advantage of the opportunity. Hey, Ralph, any idea when Hack's planning to come back? 
Ralph muttered an answer no one could understand. Allison, pushing, had asked him to please repeat what he'd said. How am I supposed to know when the kid's coming back? Ralph's bellowing woke Louise from her snooze. Okay, okay, Aunt Shasta had smoothed Ralph's shirt and refilled his bowl of Doritos. Nobody said you had to know. Everyone settled back into watching the game after that, but Allison felt like she was being crushed from the inside out. She'd never been good at keeping secrets. Maybe that's what made her so uninteresting. She had set aside her glass of root beer, stood for a second or two until her legs were steady, then headed for the kitchen. Next thing you know, Virgil was at her side asking questions. Was she okay? Was she feeling sick? Was something bothering her? Couldn't Virgil see she'd come to the kitchen to get away? Yet here were more questions piling up in front of her. She'd snapped at him. Instead of drawing back, he'd given her an odd look. Like he, too, was puzzling things together. Like he might be worried about her. Worried about her? Well, guess what? Alice and Theodore wasn't the one they needed to worry about. The one they needed to worry about was a whack job named Hack Wesson or Hack Smith, or whatever his name was. All those aliases. He could be anyone, anywhere. She continued on the trail to meet Nancy, picking up the pace, pushing herself. Her mending hip wasn't going to appreciate it, but no pain, no gain. The tree she was meeting Nancy at was a giant oak surrounded by moss-covered fallen trees, a dead zone for Allison's cell phone, but Nancy always got service. Nancy was counting jumping jacks when Allison arrived. Wow, over 300 already. Allison sat on a log and waited, mostly ignoring her throbbing hip. Finally, Nancy finished. 450. Allison asked about Hack's history flying for television film crews. He never flew for a film crew. Nancy wiped sweat from her brow. He's never been in Alaska that we know of. Probably said that thinking you and your aunts would swoon. Allison nodded. One of my aunts nearly left with him, supposedly to go to Alaska. Shasta? Yep. You can count your lucky stars that didn't happen. Allison sighed. So what's the plan? We just keep sitting around waiting for him to come back, and then you guys confiscate his laptop and take him in? Nobody's carrying guns around the island or anything, right? This isn't exactly a typical case. We're prepared for anything. What do you mean? We don't want to use firearms, only as a last resort. That doesn't make me feel any better. Allison sank her head into her hands. If the FBI was prepared to use guns, did that mean they thought Hack might have a gun? Not good at all. How had she gotten herself into this? She hadn't gotten herself into this at all. Hack had started it, with the help of her neighbor, maybe. Did Ralph carry a gun? Aunt Shasta had said Ralph had a record. Allison closed her eyes tighter, curled forward into a ball. Allison, hey, Nancy touched her shoulder. Talk to me. It's just hard to know what's okay to say to who. I feel like I've got a million secrets I can't leak out. How should I treat Ralph now? The same way you have been treating him. Whatever Ralph says, act like you believe it. Anytime you think you've learned something helpful or concerning, call or text me, just like you've been doing. Same game, same rules. It felt like a lot bigger deal than a game, but the part about following rules was easy enough. 
She sorted through a few more thoughts with Nancy, thanked her, then headed home by the West Trail because it was farthest from Virgil's cabin. No need to risk running into Virgil. She might end up blurting out something she shouldn't. She might take one look at that single line of concern creasing his forehead and fall apart. Not okay to do when there was so much to keep quiet about. She picked her way around a fallen cedar. Above the forest, the whine of a small airplane grew louder. Was it Hack's float plane? Allison picked up her pace, got to get back home, got to be with the ants, preferably inside with the doors locked, when whatever was going to happen, happened. The plane angled past Wren and continued on. So, not Hack. Allison sat on a log and caught her breath. What if Hack was never caught? What if he went on to hurt someone else, some other girl giving life the best she could, some other girl who wished her mom was here to talk to? She headed home, back to the grand house that, a lifetime ago, had existed only to protect her from stormy weather and anything else the world threw at her. Now the magnificent, unending house was spilling over with ants, dogs, birds, and any friends who happened by. Now the house was full of treasures she needed to protect. We just read from the Wren Island series, Part 5, Scene 50. I'm worried about Allison. She's under a lot of pressure. While I was writing this part of the story, I began to wish Allison would go to Virgil and tell him what was going on. It'd be nice to know Virgil was in the loop and ready to step in if we need him. Also, at this point in the story, I heard from readers with two main questions. One, were Allison and Virgil ever going to get together? Two, will Hat come back? I can tell you this, the mice will come back. We'll get to that in a future episode. And I can tell you this, if you're on Team Virgil, you're going to be delighted with how the story develops over the next few episodes. But I will not... I absolutely will not tell you if Hack comes back. You'll just have to let the story unfold in its own time. In the next episode, we'll check in with Macy. She's acting a little strange these days, not quite herself. I wonder if she's been getting into Allison's Buzzy Brownies. Remember those? You'll find a link to the recipe in the show notes. You'll also find a link to subscribe to receive my emails. When you subscribe... You'll receive the latest ebook version of the Wren Island series. It includes all of Part 5, which means you can read ahead and find out today if Hack comes back. Thanks so much for joining me here on Read with Laura Joy. I'm Laura Joy Lloyd, your host and author of the stories we read here. If this was your first visit to Wren Island and you'd like to find out what happened before you arrived, you'll find links in the show notes to listen to a recap episode or listen to the series from the very beginning. Here's another idea. Click on the link to subscribe to receive my emails. You'll get the current ebook version of the Wren Island series. You'll also start getting behind-the-scenes peeks at the developing story, and you'll hear about opportunities to actually influence what happens next. This is interactive, serialized fiction. There is always more to the story, and readers influence what happens next. Thanks for reading with me. 